This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Friday the 2nd of February. The two teenagers accused of murdering trans schoolgirl Brianna Jai in Warrington last February have been sentenced to life by Judge Mrs Justice Yip. Scarlett Jenkinson, for the murder of Brianna Jai, you will be detained at His Majesty's pleasure. I set the minimum term at 22 years, less the 352 days that you have spent on remand. Eddie Ratcliffe, for the murder of Brianna Jai, you will be detained at His Majesty's pleasure. I set the minimum term at 20 years, less the 352 days that you have spent on remand. Earlier, the judge explained why the 16-year-old Scarlett Jenkinson and Eddie Ratcliffe were to be given minimum terms. This was undoubtedly a very serious offence with multiple aggravating factors. That is the context in which I impose minimum terms, which are lengthy for offenders of your age, albeit significantly less than an equivalent sentence for an adult. The parole board will have to decide if and when either or both of you can be released. That will only happen if you no longer pose a danger. The murderers were just 15 when they lured Brianna to Linear Park in Culketch near Warrington where she was stabbed 28 times in her head, neck and back with a hunting knife on the 11th of February last year. The pair, who are now both 16, were known throughout their trial as Girl X and Boy Y, but the judge lifted the anonymity order at Manchester Crown Court today. Former High Court Judge Sir Nicholas Moyston told Times Radio that he thought the sentencing from Mrs Justice Yip was textbook. It was a classic example of how to conduct a sentencing exercise. I mean, sentencing of of anybody, particularly of juveniles, is highly formulaic. It is a misconception to think that the judge has much in the way of discretion. That Mrs Justice Yip did express herself in a way which is very important, which is that well, ordinary people could understand what was being done. The man the police are searching for in connection with Wednesday's chemical attack in London is a convicted sex offender. Abdelazidi was given a suspended sentence in 2018 before being granted asylum in the UK from Afghanistan. The Conservative MP for Great Grimsby, Leah Nietzsche, told Times Radio that the UK has to get a grip on an immigration crisis. The concern that we have with obviously um, people wanting to claim asylum is we don't really know Um, their whole history. We don't really know whether they come from the country that they claim to come from. We know that there are uh, real examples of a a greater and greater number of people who are claiming asylum who we really probably don't want in this country and they could be a security risk. Detectives have confirmed a woman has life-changing injuries after an attack in Clapham, but her two daughters are recovering well. Officers carried out five raids earlier, two in East London and three in Newcastle. Mike Neville is a former chief inspector at the Met. He told Times Radio that he doesn't know why the Met police haven't established where the attacker left London's underground network. The tube is one of the most uh, CCTV-covered areas in the in the country you know it's head height cameras high visibility with uh, 
good lighting. So I, I, I'm confused as to why they don't know he got off at, you know, Southbound Victoria ends at uh, at Brixton, where, where he got whether he got off there or before. Uh, I mean, this man has got very uh, distinctive facial uh, injuries. You'd think he'd be easy to find. Party leaders and officials are meeting in Northern Ireland today to discuss key issues facing an incoming Stormont executive. Power sharing collapsed in February 2022. The Northern Ireland Assembly will sit tomorrow, exactly two years on. DUP leader Sir Geoffrey Donaldson said his party would end its boycott after MPs passed legislation on a new deal on post-Brexit trade rules. Peter McVerry, a station manager at U105 in Belfast, he brought Times Radio up to date. We know the First Minister will be Shell O'Neill. Still some doubt about whether or not the DUP are going to nominate Emma Little Pingeli as the Deputy First Minister or another. There is a bit of pushback on that only from opponents who are saying actually she was co-opted in and she's no mandate for this, but she was the favourite candidate. It's been revealed Sir Keir Starmer has been getting advice from one of Joe Biden's advisers. Times Redbox editor Lara Spirit has the story. A US strategist called Tara McGuinness uh, has been speaking with senior Labour figures tasked with preparing the party for power. Uh, she is extremely important in democratic politics. She was very closely involved with the Obama administration and then she managed the President Biden Team. The Royal Navy is planning to test fire a nuclear missile over the next two days. It's the first time that's happened since a botched attempt eight years ago. If the test is successful, the submarine HMS Vanguard will re-enter service as part of the UK's nuclear deterrent fleet. News editor for The Times, Tom Payne, has more. So HMS Vanguard, one of our four uh, nuclear submarines, will in the coming days uh, launch a single unarmed missile weighing about 60 tonnes. test will take place 56 miles off the Atlantic. And if all goes to plan, it will travel about 4,000 miles before crashing into the sea somewhere between Brazil and West Africa. Last test, eight uh, years ago, didn't exactly go to plan. So there was a serious malfunction uh, that meant the missile flew uh, in the wrong direction, had to self-destruct uh, over uh, America. Buckingham Palace is understood to be furious after a popular Spanish news programme suggested that the Princess of Wales' life was in great danger following her surgery. Palace officials vehemently deny the claims made, which included that she was in a coma. Kate Mancy is the Times associate editor who reports on the royals. These were comments that were made on Spanish television. A very popular show called Fiesta, which is seen by, on average, about 900,000 people. One of their journalists went on and said that the Princess of Wales is in a coma and um, it's all dreadfully serious, it's sort of touch and go. And then, of course, it was followed up in the Spanish press and it went viral. And it gets to that point where I think the palace then have to say, well, hang on a minute, you're going to have to say something. And you can hear more on these stories throughout the day and night on Times Radio.